2: Hello and welcome to the 416th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim, popping the peas in Orlando, Florida.
3: This is Matt, also popping the peas in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: And this is the smooth styling of Spencer (laughs) in Holyoke, Massachusetts, where my peas are pleasant to partake.
3: I thought we agreed we were all going to pop our peas today.
1: You know... It was all an elaborate ruse to make me sound like the most professional host uh, of the show. And, uh, you know, I've been working towards this goal all season and uh, really decided to hit the ground running. Well, yeah, I
3: think you're right. You know, the, we, the big P already popped today, and that was Pidcock's rear wheel when it exploded and <laughs> <in> Hulst. <laughs> and so uh-huh. that's the biggest P to pop all day and nothing else. On the Pinarello. To... Yeah, I can't think of a way to say rear wheel where I use a P word, but anyway, Pidcock's rear wheel exploded. Did you guys see that?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That, was, that yeah. was great. I mean, it wasn't fully on the I'm camera still shot. I'm trying to figure out. But he, but he crashed pretty good, and he got up, and he thought, I got this. And then you could see, he looked back, and he was like, that's not a marginal gain. It's over.
2: <laughs> Just what All I saw was Matthew Vanderpool's dominating performance oh my God. in the victory.
3: He's back. He's back, and he's already talking big game, being like, I'm not quite at top level. I just rode away from everybody a couple times because he still kind of made some mistakes early on. Like, he got off the front, and he crashed. Then he took a little time, did the Matthew Vanderpool thing where he hung out in, like, six, and you're like, oh, maybe he's going to give up. Maybe he's Maybe he's not feeling it. And then he just charged away again. Good stuff.
1: So it's exactly what you were looking for. <laughs> uh, in the cross season, well, as we've discussed, you flip flopped a couple times, so I'm not sure yeah, I'm all over the place. Where you're actually at, I got to admit, but
3: uh, I'm yeah. all over the place. It was a fun race because one Hulst, or however you pronounce it, Hulst is I think the coolest course of the year. Like constantly up and down, okay. tons of bonkers descents. Uh, there's a lot of riders sliding sideways down descents. And at least in the women's race on one of the super steep downhills, there was some serious just like riders hitting each other. And then like teammates, one teammate just like coming toward the other teammate and the one on the ground like this, like kind of like back and forth. Like, which way do I go? And then just smashing into each other. But and they ride their windmill. Is
2: this the race? Yeah, this is the windmill race.
3: Yeah, it's so good. And I think it was it's a good battle with Pidcock. How was it anticlimactic?
2: <laughs> it was ex- exciting. The whole Turn the race. windmill on
3: the windmill was on it's not like it's not I know, not, but I know. Out, you said so so it's this like last year.
2: golf. I know I'll say, I, I think I've said it for I nine think, years I think you'll say podcast. it forever
3: <laughs> Peacock put but. up a really good fight until his rear wheel exploded toward the end of the who's race who's your wheel sponsor I would assume Shimano that, or Pro
2: yeah see <laughs> This is an okay sponsorship because no one remembers who their wheel sponsor is. This is good.
3: <laughs> well, do you, could do you tell me uh, who who anyone's wheel sponsor is?
2: Well, I'll tell you it's not i9 because those wheels wouldn't have blown up.
3: That's a
1: that wheel company?
2: It was not an advertisement paid for you by i9. <laughs> I think they make
1: hubs. Okay. Yeah, but I'm make, sure they can make they rims make, too. Okay. They make wheels. Yeah. And spokes. Yeah. Beautiful spokes. Anodized in many yeah. colors, little guy. You'd be very excited.
3: Yeah. i9? Yeah like yeah. a freeway
1: industry industry 9 oh industry
3: Nine. okay industry it's Nine. like
1: the hip way to say it is like you know oh. you shorten it it's, yeah. you it's you called abbreviations like i don't know if you've heard about it
3: i didn't know i've heard people say i've heard people say industry 9 but i think the, i only thought they made wheels for mountain bikers and
1: well
2: i'm pretty and gravel, sure that they're you know? going to get a lot more hits this week they can just send that check straight to the slow ride podcast yeah. at uh-huh. gmail.com where all venmo contributions <laughs> are appreciated <laughs>
3: Well, maybe we can get um, a pair over to Pidcock so that so, we can have a better battle for the podium.
2: So, Vanderpool takes first over Lawrence Sweek and Eli Ezerbeat. And then on the women's side, uh, Puck takes a victory over Femme and Shirin. Yeah. Okay. It's that's good. a good
1: way to deal with that. All the pronunciations is just to skip yeah, I all could, the hard
2: parts. I Just crushed it.
1: Yeah. And we know who you're talking about. And, you know, that's yeah. the point. Because. Yeah. You know, I'm I could I could practice all day and my pronunciation will still not be as good as a native speaker oh, of yeah. the many different uh, nationalities uh, that we have in the results sheet. So Did, Well, uh,
3: that's why people know. have first names and last names, right? One of them has to be easier. That's the One's rule. easy and One's, one's easy, hard. Yeah. yeah. So that way noobs like us can have something to say rather than just grunt.
0: <laughs> so
1: Yeah, it's helpful. Little guy yeah
2: besides pitcock's wheel blowing up yeah uh-huh. and matthew vanderpoel's return yeah uh-huh. and the uh-huh. crazy awesome course with the ripping descents riding through a windmill okay.
3: you need more than
2: that you need more than that no like oh okay what what, what else happened
3: oh that was it. it is a great race it's fun it's fun to cool. watch it's exciting the race on saturday was pretty cool because
1: yeah that's the one i
2: wanted to talk about
3: this is the one where they go... Like where uh,
1: Sam was directing traffic there, but the cars oh, kept yeah, going yeah. straight. Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> I don't know if he to... was. He just
3: they're... asked me what happened, <laughs> not, not defining which, when so, I'm supposed to discuss about what happened. There's seven days in a week, multiple so, bike races a the week. The
2: Saturday race. Yes. Uh-huh. In the green room, you got me confused. The green, the green room slack. So I went to go watch a lap of this course. I am like you, Confused borderline perhaps maybe a stroke <laughs> forthcoming by how this course worked
0: yes
3: uh-huh. i was under the impression and i wrote this in the slack hey they went over two bridges uh they definitely go over what, like a pedestrian bike bridge that kind of swoops around and they is, definitely uh-huh. go on uh, looks like two lanes in each way where the finish is like a, a city bridge
1: this is the one that goes over the river back and forth a couple times right
3: it does it goes on a Pedestrian bridge at one point it's kind of swoopy a pedestrian bike bridge and then another the time it f- okay. the finish is on like a dual carriage like city street bridge but I thought it was just the two and I pulled up the Google Maps uh-huh. and I, unless I've unless they have multiple swoopy bike bridges which they might because it's in Belgium um, they also went over a third bridge to make this course work mm. or they like jumped over the river maybe they were just bunny hopping and I didn't see. That's a lot of infrastructure. That's more infrastructure than most American cities have for their bikes. And this was just right. for a race. Europe makes me jealous all the time, but they're really rubbing it in. They go through a windmill this weekend, <laughs> and they go over so, multiple bridges in, a, in an urban This is cross setting.
1: So, it's, yeah, if you cross got, a bridge once, so you're, you go from side ch- A to side B, then you go from side B to side A, and then you go back a third time. From well, side A again to side B. Our, this is what part I of the race is on confused. an
3: island. It looks like, or like, or the river How splits.
1: You, oh, okay. Oh, I've solved your little uh, riddle, it's then, a, uh, little would guy. Would you say it's a conundrum? This is this is no for problem sure. at all for a brain such as mine. <laughs> uh, you've got one bridge that spans the entire river. You've got a second bridge that spans to the island from one side. And then you've got a third bridge that spans from that island to the remaining side. Three bridges, one bike race, done. Solved.
3: Yeah, well, I We've didn't even done it again. I didn't notice that on the feed. I guess I only noticed the two bridges, but you know, there's so many bridges in cyclocross. Sometimes you just like, you know, scaffolding built in. Who knows? But it's so a fun course either way. Pidcock won on the men's side. I don't major
2: major victory for Belgian infrastructure, though that's the first thing that we're talking about here um well
1: sure i mean we we have enough problems shutting down like two city blocks for a, a an office park criterium um uh, yeah. but yet they can sit shut down several bridges in a city center and an island apparently yeah they can um, they
2: can they can landlock the island it's amazing how this actually works and they shut down the bridges but the same week weekend that infrastructure week happens. New York Times runs like the cover story about the exceptional American problem of roadway deaths and about how every Uh other country Uh during the pandemic deaths plummeted except the U S and like Switzerland. (laughs) And you're like, huh, less cars on the road, more deaths in the U S why? Because all of our roads are super wide and they're all built for speed, not for, you know, vulnerable users like everywhere else, Belgium down 20%. In the same time period that the U.S. went up five percent with the pandemic, amazing.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, it's that's a, a uh, bummer. I'm not surprised by that at all.
1: A tangent: I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast, but I uh, I'm a an avid fan of a YouTube channel. I'm actually a Patreon supporter of them, so okay. I'd go out and check it out. A uh, YouTube channel called uh, Not Just Bikes. Have you guys seen this?
3: I don't think I have. No, I'll check it out. What's is it's it? Uh, it's a whatsoever?
1: Canadian guy who lives in in. Uh, amsterdam now and he talks a lot about urban planning specifically around bike paths and all this stuff and compares and contrasts why not just like how much worse america is because that's <laughs> obvious or yes. north america um but like why and yeah. like very specifically what are the small details and things that uh, they do differently over there it's it's really good like that pretty great. short really well narrated um well thought out with just the right amount of snark at the end to just really, really drive it home. It's very well done. That's I'm important. I'm going to check it out.
3: That's important. I, know that, I think I need the snark. Otherwise I will just yeah. be here making the comments myself because I will be yeah. getting increasingly no, it's, it's frustrated perfect. with where it's, I live.
1: So yeah. It's such a well done Oh, channel.
2: You're frustrated. Yeah. You should. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, first off I'm frustrated because um, Rob over at Criterium Nation just like put me on blast on his Instagram feed because he thought I lived in Tampa. <laughs> so Ouch! Like, ouch! Yeah, major ouch! Oof. I mean, at least he didn't say Jacksonville.
1: I mean, it's probably because you you claimed uh, Tampa Bay Lightning as yeah. a hockey yeah Tampa's yeah Tampa's a great town hockey
2: state. Tampa is a great town. Um, St. Pete, wonderful town. Uh-huh. But I just want to say Orlando's also mentioned in this New York Times article along with Tampa, and it's. I know of the road that I live a block off of, and for. The eight years I lived in Orlando, they've been trying to put a crosswalk across like five lanes uh-huh. <laughs> next to like the marquee park in the region. Still no crosswalk, even though the, the state and the city have both agreed to put the crosswalk on. They just yeah. haven't you know, found the time yet. And you're like, can we just go out there with a roll of paint, maybe some signs, pour some concrete? Like, I, I can't imagine it's really that difficult. Yeah Netherlands, you you they would just put the bollards so. up and get it done. Like, it's not like we have to worry about snow removal. It's just so slow and everything that happens in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, That's infrastructure I, corner. No, right I camp. agree.
3: <laughs> the, so near me, you guys don't know this, on 35th and 36th near me, there are one way streets in the neighborhood for the few blocks away from the highway. They're one way streets and they're stupid fast. Yeah. And everyone drives too fast. And they recently put up the little floppy bollards on all the
2: like corners.
0: No, yeah. yeah I, love, I love
2: those bollards. They, they really serve a purpose
3: they don't really serve a purpose they they sort of do they make people kind of turn a little wider so have to slow down but i here's the thing here's a suggestion i have for all city planners out there use Uh the floppy bollards but every fifth one has a hidden pole inside of it because already (laughs) already a large number of these have been knocked over and so i think a lot of people are like
2: "Ah, if i make a little mistake it's not a
3: big deal i i want i want every driver to be thinking like the the bollards you know you're gonna hit. There's one that's one thing that's great. I mean, I love seeing yep. cars on those. But I want every fifth of these <laughs> sneaky ones, uh-huh. just so you don't know which one it is, and maybe somehow it can change like weekly. So yeah, Have uh, so you ever these, seen?
1: These, these are like the uh, protected bike lane style ones. Yeah, that are the like little, little, little floppy plastic, plastic boys. Yeah, that just kind of. There just needs things. to be. do those too. Like every. 5th yeah. or 10th or randomly. I love this idea. Just filled with rebar. Just filled, yeah. with rebar. Just filled with rebar. Have either of you ever
2: seen someone or something run into a bollard?
3: I haven't, though I did see somebody hit uh, also by me, by Powderhorn Park by me. There's a street there's a one-block section of 10th uh, that doesn't go through by where there's a school. And I saw somebody run right into the, the sidewalk there the other day and jump their car up on the sidewalk. So sort of like a bollard, so, um, but not the same.
2: I've seen two incidents with bollards. Yeah, One was a car that I rolled up to later, and I saw <laughs> the car up against the bollard. And I was just like, you idiot. Right? Like, you, you ran into a bollard. You deserve everything that comes to you. Um, Pontiac. All right, <laughs> uh, just get Um But then I was on a group ride going down the Hawthorne Trail in Gainesville. And I swear I pointed out the bollard, and everyone else in the group pointed out the bollard. But someone was in the back, kind of just riding along. And uh, yeah, they hit the bollard on their bike. Ouch. That was a crushing sound.
1: The, yeah, uh, that's no fun. That that's no fun at all. The down tube well, crumple, probably should have been paying attention. Yeah, well, yeah, he probably popped his rear pro wheel on that pinarello <laughs> that he was riding. Uh, unfortunately, um, punctured the uh, well,
2: thanks for bringing this one back. Yeah, yeah, good work. Um,
1: yeah, well, do you want to talk more about that cyclocross race and uh, on the island, with the little guy. Yeah, you got any more cyclocross news updates for us? Uh, you're <laughs> currently the resident cyclocross expert.
3: Yeah, I watch a couple of races a weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was nice to see Bidgock get a win under the belt before Vanderpool and Wout come back and make that All right. much more difficult. So
2: it was fun. All right. Can we, uh, well, can, I wanted to continue one little thing about Cyclocross Corner. It was the Canadian National Championships ah, in yes. British Columbia. Mm hmm. And friend of the pod, Manitoba Mike Vandenham, uh, yeah. relinqu- relinquished the title after winning it years, multiple years in a row. Oh, to, for uh, about
1: eight years in a row, to yeah.
2: Tyler Clark, and then uh, one of the Holmgrens, Gunner Holgren, got third, and then Quentin DeSera takes the lead. But uh, congratulations to Tyler Clark, hmm. but major shout out to uh, Manitoba Mike for uh, yeah. winning it for so many years in a row.
1: And gracious in defeat as well, I will say. Uh, he had a nice post about it um, uh, that I thought was pretty good. I saw him the other week; he was in town for NoHo CX, uh, so I got to chat with him. That was always nice to catch up. But um, what I've uh, what I've been itching to get to here is I saw something. Uh, speaking of YouTube earlier. Um, I saw a video little guy that I think you'd be very excited about. And Tim, I think you could learn something as well. Uh, (laughs) We dive into this real quick. Um, There's a YouTube channel. I'm sure many, many, many of our listeners have heard of it or seen it or watched videos. If they're at all tuned into bikes on YouTube. Uh, It's the Berm Peak channel. They've got two channels, Berm Peak and Berm Peak Express. They're in North Carolina.
2: Seth's bike hacks.
1: Yeah. It used to be Seth's bike hacks and uh, rebranded. But he, just dropped a video, a review of a slingshot. The mountain bike nice. from the late 90s that has no down tube, just a cable yeah. connecting the front of your bike to the back of your bike. They're and cool. he kind of rode that thing pretty hard, little guy. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I think you would be excited to see how it does. I would be.
3: I'd watch that. I'll watch that <laughs> for sure.
1: I I saw that pop through and I was like, well, I have to watch this. Here's the next ten minutes of my life. Um,
2: so in just twelve hours, it has over a hundred and eighty five thousand views.
1: Wow!
3: See, yeah, people it, are it, it clamoring was. for slingshot news.
1: They yeah. must be. They must be. Uh, that's probably that's probably slow for him, honestly. But um, it that's was nice. uh, a pristine, mint condition uh, slingshot, bright red. Yeah. Um, had all the XTR parts era specific. Um it was really pretty funny, uh, to see him put it through the paces. But I think the creme de la creme, the, the 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 I don't know, the pinnacle of this review and little guy, what you might appreciate most was where he commented about the uh the triple, the three by nine drivetrain it had on it,
0: mm-hmm. and Good how stuff. it
1: was actually pretty nice for climbing <laughs> right <laughs> I, I do like, i do like little that. guys gonna have a comment about this being like oh you mountain bikers go to your single ring and then can now everybody's got to take a chairlift or buy an e-mountain bike to get up the mountain that's uh, why that's we awesome. have triples
3: <laughs> that's great i love that i do like when people are sort of surprised yeah that kind of works you're like yeah it kind of works pretty you good know? granted yeah it was nerdy and, and everyone was like oh kind of embarrassed to have a triple, but you know uh-huh. you gotta get up those steep grades uh
1: yeah. it does the job <laughs> just as much as
3: having a a 10 to 95 on your on your back mm-hmm. or something i'll check that out for sure i definitely want to see what a slingshot can do i've only seen one ridden by um friend and it was we it was just on do trails. You have that
2: on your do you have that on your eBay watch list little guy a slingshot
3: no I've got uh almost as as structurally suspect things on my eBay <laughs> watch
0: list <but laughs> no, I, well, I
2: don't w- w- what do you have on your eBay watch list? I
3: right yeah now. I don't have a slingshot right now I've been um been I uh I think I talked about this a long time ago is that I learned that in the 91 tour uh, for the climby stages and then for a few other races Finon Road, a road bike with canties, and it was driving me nuts for a long time. I had to know where,
0: where,
3: where this came from. Cause it wasn't his usual. He usually rode a Rale- he rode for a team that rode Raleigh's, but they didn't really ride Raleigh's. Like they just had all their bikes custom made. And I found eventually this bike was made by, uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, but Sablier, which is a French builder who did all like aluminum bikes. And they're like super, uh, They're super smooth. They're kind of Klein-esque and like shaped and um, Uh super light and very soft aluminum from what I've learned about them, Uh but they're light, very light for the time. And so I've been looking for one and they're never, never find them for sale in the United States. They're always across the pond when they do show up and they're expensive, but there's one that's been for sale in the U S for a while. Okay. and it's a little bit newer than I want like it doesn't have down tube bosses it, it, they expect that you're gonna run integrated shifters so eh, uh-huh. you know but and it's got a look fork it doesn't have the original fork but it, this uh, is probably makes it actually like ride better and the price has been coming down steadily like it's been on eBay for months and <laughs> currently
1: okay.
3: currently it, it's just starting bid 495. They they've got a slash mark. They just took five percent off in the last week, but it was at six. I feel like it was like six hundred dollars, like a couple months ago. I'm trying to decide. I do not need a road bike. You guys know I Uh do not need a road bike. I rode my road bike once or twice this year, but this thing Uh, is really cool.
1: I'm trying to decide how um, I
3: should go on this. You know.
1: So hang on. I just want to rewind the tape a little bit. You said they usually go for a lot of money.
0: Well, a lot of one
1: like is this one like you know, a little bit under what they normally are, or is this about what they're going for generally? Because... I, I feel I, like the
3: few I've seen are a little bit more than this. It's okay. a lot of money for an old road bike right. that will probably only fit 23s at the max, and I have a road bike that already does that job, and I only ride sure. it once a year. So, like,
1: I'm just thinking most people, including myself, who have road bikes these days, are electronic rear derailleurs cost about that much. Oh, so I'm no, just I know. trying to Put in perspective here, I think that bike is a deal <laughs> at the price it's at. I think you should offer him the 5% above what he's asking uh, for his original ask because it seems like you'd be doing him a favor unloading his garage uh, yeah. into your
3: garage. Oh, I do not need to do that. I No, I see what you're saying. It is a good price if I did not have a road bike and I needed a road bike. It is, uh-huh. a bad, it is still in bad price land, I think, for I d- not like the thing I need the least in my life is another sure. road bike so
1: the first part of that whole argument is invalid immediately <laughs> doesn't matter if you don't need a road bike yeah. if it's on your ebay watch list if you've got a an alert set up for this saved search it means when it comes up little guy past past Matt at some point was like I'm gonna spend money on this and you yeah. owe it to past Matt to fulfill that dream
3: it's a good point. Can I, I'll make two caveats. I forgot. I actually looked, just looked at the post again. This uh-huh. one is actually not weird French aluminum. This one's actually scandium. So it's Easton. So this is like
1: even, even better. That's even better.
3: This might actually not break, um, or crumple.
1: Uh, I've had one scandium bike in my, I, life and I, <laughs> I have two. <laughs> and it, I know I have
3: one. I have a red line frame in the basement. It's got a crack in the head yeah. tube. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the the other i don't really have a watch list i've occasionally checking i've been kind of into uh some other french aluminum um but older stuff i've been into these um there's a couple companies Mechadural was one of them they made uh bolted together aluminum frames like in the 30s and oh 40s boy. and i kind of think i want to actually get one of those more than i want one of these but those are actually like a couple thousand bucks okay. it's like so it's, it's like real money starting to get real serious so
1: can but you French aluminum? That's my thing. Can you currently get your hair into a ponytail?
3: I d- not quite, not quite. I'm gonna need a couple months, but okay. by spring, then you by then spring you I got it. You cannot
1: buy this bike. You cannot yeah, buy, you can't this buy that one I until you can origin. do that. I don't think you're serious enough yet. I I no. take back what I said earlier. You well, past Matt would be disappointed.
3: That works out because yeah, maybe the price will be much lower by by the time I can possibly. get a ponytail going. <laughs> I'll I'll take that if if I can get my hair into a ponytail, we'll see what this thing is at when I can get my hair into a ponytail, and then I'll pull and I'll see if I can do it. I think I could do it. Then I think
1: I think that's that's we should be in the
3: two fifty range by then, and I think I think that works for me.
1: So that was a lot, Tim.
3: What do you got? What do you got? I
2: talked forever. (laughs) Yeah, you
3: did. Lily has been uh, tired.
1: So Tim has been like just chomping at the bit over here to tell us what he's watching on eBay.
2: So. Naturally, been watching a lot of Herman Miller chairs, but that's a whole other uh, yeah, side project. That's a of side but project. As far
1: as and yeah, for, o- for the for uh, the office that you're opening or what?
2: Yeah, just you know, really, just need a comfy office chair. Um, uh-huh. So, for some reason, a couple weeks ago, I got the BMX bug, and I know our friend Big Matt said he was going to ship me one, but he still hasn't done it yet. So, there. has been busy. Then again, I also haven't paid for it. Um, so, <laughs> I'm now. Just, I, I wonder why he hasn't sent it, it to yeah. you. That's I weird, wonder yeah. why he hasn't sent it to you. That's weird. But I, I know it's weird how that works. But Message I did get down the rabbit Matt. hole. Do not of, send uh, it
1: until he pays. <laughs> <laughs> don't, get, don't listen to anything he says. Do not ship that bike <laughs> until the check clears.
2: <laughs> I did get down the rabbit hole though of um, uh-huh. BMX vintage number plates.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: This is a whole other world. Yeah. Right now, as an example, there is an auction that ends in two days for a nineteen eighty seven Haro Flow series number one plate.
1: Uh huh.
2: Shipping seven dollars. Okay. Sure. How much do you think the bid is already up to right now? And the seller is BMX Champ sixty three with over thirty five hundred sales, or almost thirty five hundred sales. How much do you think people are willing to pay for an old school nineteen eighty seven? vintage number one
3: plate $25 $75 $650 Seven. Whoa! Jesus.
2: okay two things here $650 for a fucking number plate is insane the little guy don't even edit that one out just <laughs> that deserves the swear
0: put the
3: Second, on the after you spent
2: $650 for this item that fits in a manila envelope are you really only gonna ship it worth $7 like, I, I feel true. like you're not going to put this bad boy in an envelope and just let the conveyor belt, uh, you know, crumpus just take that thing off. <laughs> 650 bucks and still two days left. Two days left. So there's a whole number plate thing that I'm into. What's there is a blank, um... unopened Haro number plate from the 1980s. Remember Haro kind of got their start doing BMX plates? This one ships at $19 in the cellophane bag. Blank, nothing on it, just cherry red. $225. Boys, what are we doing?
1: We've been we've been wasting all our money buying NFTs. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> number plates. That's the new currency.
1: Yeah. We could have been investing. Out. And you know, it makes a lot of sense for a bike industry um really to deal with number plates as currency rather than nfts and bitcoins and things because we understand this it's a lot simpler
2: it's it is insane that what number plates can come from but if you think about it if the number plate has a number on it Mm -hmm. and if it's number one it was like race warrant then like obviously someone of importance back in the 80s race it like there is the whole valuation of bmx number plates which is pretty awesome right because there's a limited amount of number ones in theory because the number one plate goes to the national champion or the regional champion
3: is that how it sure. works it's not just by I'll track
2: yeah no it's usually by like state by region ranking? it's not by track
1: yeah
3: so um, can, but if you know it's from 1987 and it's the number one plate can you be like oh man this is uh
1: this this is it's is, i don't remember any should, racers
3: you, names i can only think of like flatlander names so. yeah you could
2: probably go back and see who it is that that won these um but, so that's one. Okay. The, the other thing that I've been watching, I gotta ask you, Schwinn has been on some tough times, right? Schwinn, wa- Schwinn was cool way back in the day. Yeah. Way I feel back like, what when did Schwinn go bad? Like where you don't want to own a Schwinn anymore? When did it oh. become big box and not like neighborhood bike shop? What was that, like 2000? Like, Three, four, no. like way I felt like way. there was, I felt like when we were racing that there was some cool Schwinn like, yeah, race bikes that were like part they, of the.
1: They made some, I don't know that some. they were cool. But it's no. Question. But what was so the? Like, I have I have a
2: the homegrown my, was it? The homegrown it was like, yeah. ho- was it homegrown? Know, like, is that what they were?
3: My road bike is a match, which briefly, when Schwinn was like, we're gonna be cool again, had match, build their last like paramounts and stuff okay and they yeah. did that for a hot minute and then they realized they weren't making any money and they bailed and then match was left with a bunch of f- so, good frame yeah. so, uh, on 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 the books and couldn't afford to do anything but mm-hmm. so
0: yeah so 1988
3: you know,
2: sorry 1998 twin homegrowns were still made by yeti aluminums so i felt like homegrown you know right around the mid 90s you could probably still get some good bikes that's why one of the bikes i'm watching right now is a 1995 schwinn predator 24 inch bmx cruiser yeah, and cool. i felt like cool. like a mid-90s schwinn i think it's not like that's the the big box bike you know that's not like the the pacific cycle schwinn
3: i think the the problem is with schwinn was very it's very hit or miss at that time schwinn was like monsters
1: mm-hmm.
3: when we were kids so you're right you could get a predator and they could be pretty cool uh you could end up with a Paramount. And, Paramounts are amazing, and yeah, depending upon the time period. But somebody, somebody who was a great builder, built it for you. You know, like they moved around. Who built them? But also, you could end up with, yeah,
0: garbage.
2: I guess I, I, if I'm going to start predator, going to the BMX track, if I'm going to go to the BMX track, showing up with a Schwinn Predator, uh-huh. then I could pull like the oh, uh, you know, the old guy just doesn't have it anymore, but thanks for coming back. Like, kind of have a little bit of a backstory.
1: Do they have a vintage night at your local BMX track that you could go, like, hang out at? Yeah, like, it seems like, like a lot of them do. This is a thing I've okay. seen. Uh, because then, you know, people won't be scoffing and you won't have to make excuses. People will be like, oh, sweet, sweet bike. And you'll be like, yeah, thanks. Obviously, it's too mint. For me to race this thing, uh, so I won't be towing the line, because I but will crush you start. guys. But I, I, I can't, uh, I can't risk it. You know. Huh. All right.
2: That's a good idea. Maybe I'll take it up there to that, and then just tell. I mean, if Big Matt doesn't act and just send me that bike I didn't pay for yet, and I might have to go forward and buy this one.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, it seems all right. Um, the yeah. the stark difference is, I I think the. The BMX bikes compared to uh, Little Guy's uh, weird French thing, um, I feel like the, the BMX yeah. bikes have kept pace with the number plates a little bit tighter uh, as far as market value is concerned.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure not a lot of people are in the, f- the French bike market. Spencer, what do, you, do you have anything on me? Uh- Well, as I get ready for BMX uh, racing, I need to work on my sprints, so no other person will I listen to more than 2022 Tour de France stage winner and friend of the podcast, Bling Matthews at this week's pre mat I'm Heinrich Hausler, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Broadcast.
3: I got pop-up ones, Spencer,
1: with pop-up roofs. Yeah, they're amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're very cool little models. Um, I might I might have to. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. But yeah, anyway, pull the triggers. <laughs> we are here in this week's Dream Lap little guy, despite your efforts to derail us into eBay corner. Uh, and uh, this week, brought to you once again, as always, uh, all year long by Hammerhead. Uh, Hammerhead Computers uh, in the Karoo 2 specifically. Uh, head over to hammerhead.io right now. Check it out. I will tell you from personal experience, hands down, without question, my favorite computer that I've ever had on my bike. Um, I find it very intuitive. I find it very easy to use and set up and get going with. Uh, I like how it looks and feels, which you know means something to me. I'm kind of like, if I'm going to pay a bunch of money for something, I want it to feel good and look good and do what I expect it to do. And the Hammerhead Karoo uh, to does all that for me. Um not to mention all the rad features that it has um that you would uh, probably expect from your computer but then also a, l- a little bit more, I would say. Um like the climber feature and the touchscreen and the um all the all the stuff they've got the bi-weekly updates that I get to to my machine to make sure it's compatible and up to date and working well um is really handy. So if you want to check it out, head over to hammerhead.io, and if you pick one up, drop the promo code SLOWRIDE when you check out, and uh, if you you get a free heart rate monitor strap as well. So drop both of those things in your cart. Use the code SLOWRIDE over to hammerhead.io, get that free heart rate strap, tell them we sent you.
2: Thanks for that. And we'd also like to thank all the listeners and supporters, the wide angle podium network head over to wide angle podium to find out how you can become a supporting member of the podcast network. Mm -hmm. We appreciate everyone along with hammerhead for the continued support of this network and the slow ride podcast.
1: Yes. I want to, I want to real quick, thank everybody again for supporting us during the donor drive. We did back in June Uh, wrapped up in June. We promised everybody beanies. Uh, when they signed up, those are on the way still. Uh, don't worry. Uh, we've had an unbelievably tough time getting this all coordinated, uh, to get them made and shipped out. We had uh, some manufacturers back out on us and things like this. So we're still working on it. They're still on their way. Don't worry about it. We've got your name and number and you'll get your beanie
2: soon. They will definitely show up before episode 400. That is a slow ride podcast guarantee. <laughs> Interesting.
3: Live. Finally, okay. something we can guarantee.
2: <laughs> Episode four hundred is going to happen. We got a ton of uh, listeners' uh, voice memos. We appreciate all of those. We're, we're working on a top secret, yeah. top hammering level. Hammering out the details interview. here.
1: Yeah, this is. Uh, it's going to be mind blowing. Just going to be next level. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I've been no pressure. We're working on, on voice
3: it. Voice memos to tape, and then I'm transferring uh-huh. them back to digital yeah. files. And once uh-huh. I'm done with that, we can just.
2: You just got to get on the laser disc.
1: So there's still. There's still time for people to send in uh, and yeah. if they want to. Well, yeah, go
2: for it. On let's on get back to the show. <laughs> Hello, Hello. this is from and Games, year, so I don't listen to the podcast. No, perfect.
0: Perfect. 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 Perfect.
2: All right, guys, here we are back at the show. It is time for yet another visit to the slow ride podcast inbox. Did I raise up your guys' excitement level there? I so head to give us an email, at slow ride, yeah. slow ride podcast at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received. got a few emails this week. Uh, shout out to friend of the pod, um, Kevin Dolan for reaching out to us and saying hi and sending us a sweet photo of him out at the, uh, Rebecca's private Idaho. And talking about spotting rail bike trails all over York, Pennsylvania. Nice. Little guy. I get more emails and Twitter Uh, mentions of rail biking in my inbox than anything else. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Sid Law also emailed us of rail the trail of someone riding a a rail bike on an abandoned railway in like Germany. So now it's taking over, sorry, rural Sweden. So now it's taken over um thanks for that
3: Great,
1: appreciate it yeah
3: yeah we get some on instagram too every week which is great i'd love to see them. yeah send them send them over gobble them up i
1: right. cannot believe there are so many like there should only be one or two in the globe and like people are finding them everywhere it's i'm impressed and also a little worried but little guy you've started something
2: hey, dear slow ride you know, I know that you guys have had your struggles with social media, i.e., locked out Instagram account <laughs> for decades, and Tim with his Twitter handle of Tim 3.1415926535 or some yep. such. I was going to exactly. say that that is not me, that is actually Matt374226941, something like that. I'm real, I'm like
3: um, not a bot, I'm a real person.
2: So <laughs> Uh, So I wonder if you've ever considered starting a Strava club for the podcast. You must know that you have many listeners on Strava who might enjoy following you and each other. I would enjoy meeting other cyclists in the Seattle area that listen to the slow ride as they would certainly be the best cyclists. As an added benefit, you could then block people like me who stalk you on your personal accounts. I suppose you could block (laughs) me anyway, but I hope you don't do that. After all, I did invest all of seven minutes of sleuthing to find you guys judson cool um no we do not have a strava
1: club we should probably just create one there's a be that um, hard there's a wide angle podium Strava. Yeah, that's right club, there is yeah, yeah but there is not a slow ride podcast specific one so uh you could join the, the wide angle podium one and probably find some people that were interested in cool podcasts in your area but um
2: yeah wide angle podium let's go there because there's so many great people that don't listen to our podcast, but are still cool because they listen to Psych like Radio or Nowhere Fast or uh, Criterium Nation. Grodio, mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of cool stuff there. Um, as for uh, uh, finding our personal accounts, thank you. Uh, not much <laughs> excitement really happening there. I've been running a lot lately. Did get some new shoes. Uh, did ride today. Um, crushed it. Big headwind coming out of the South. It's Awesome. Uh, this Sounds is the one-year anniversary, boys, of the uh, the sub-four-hour century that I did last year. Remember the century I did that had, oh, yeah, like 480 oh, feet weird. of climbing.
0: And
1: yeah, I, did and I it. haven't been on the bike since. Yeah, barely touched uh, the bike uh, since.
2: I am in record low mileage for the year. So anybody that goes uh-huh. to my Strava, you'd probably see this. But I, I actually got to pull this up just to have for sake a conversation. Um oh, It yeah. is. It is. It has been bad as far as like what my personal stats are. For this season now, I know Spencer, you're doing a lot of training at home, um, Mm -hmm. you know, but not on the old uh, Strava because you don't, you know, you don't want people to know what's uh, (laughs) it's happening, but but my, like, it's been pretty embarrassing. I, I'm only, uh, uh, Ooh, ooh, wow. It's even stuck on running when I go to my stats. Um, this year is pretty bad. I've only, I've only done 1500 miles. Um, but if you have all your rides, (laughs) well, I'm not strawberry all the, the in-town rides, like I am probably do like maybe like three or four miles a day, just going around town, dropping kids off and then, uh, um, going coffee shop or whatever, but just put it in reference. Like normally I'm over 3,500 miles like Uh per year. Like it's, it's pretty bad. You know, I just chalk it up to the, the old, uh, the old kidderoos. Um, you know, it is what it is.
1: Sounds like to me that we should get another, uh, Everesting challenge going here sooner than later. (laughs) Just to save me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I I do, I have a mountain next door to me now and Tim's out of shape. So this is looking good.
2: It's bad. Like, yeah, over 4,000 miles last three years. Um, I just think that as the kids get older, you know, cycling is an inherently selfish sport. Like like I love cycling because I like the time by myself and then also with, with friends. But when you have kids or you have other things going on, it's like playing golf, <laughs> or training for an Ironman. Like it just needs a lot of time. Uh-huh. Yeah, you never
1: forget how to do it. Like yeah. F-
2: so the yeah. way around that now, a lot of people would say, "Oh, just get on Zwift, ride in the morning. Great idea, love it." Um, yeah. Not gonna probably not gonna do it anytime soon until I get like a, a Zwift cave set up. But, yeah, so not much going on. So, yeah, you can follow me on Strava if you want. It's good, cool stuff over there. I, I love riding my bike, just, just not riding enough right now. Wish I was.
1: Well, uh, you know, Tim, uh, speaking of slow ride groups that we could start, we could potentially do a slow ride group ride on Zwift, but one of us would have to take up do leadership it. of that, and I don't think any of us are organized yeah, enough we're... to do so. But I bet we could get a bunch of people to show up and that'd be pretty fun. Got
2: another uh, good email here. This one comes to us from John pronunciation corner, Pidcock's Pinarello cross bike and temperature appropriate clothing. Let's go into this mailbag of awesomeness just to help you out. Puck Peter say not Peters or Sharon Van Anroy. No shade here. And if I could be bothered, I would have offered some pictorial support as well, but I'm sure you'll get the drift. No idea how your cutting edge opinion forming and leading podcast missed it, but there has been a podcast video of Pidcock designing, testing, and collecting his Pinarello cross bike out for about nine months. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that would require me following Pidcock or Pinarello on YouTube.
1: Maybe, oh, they, you know, they're doing all kinds of stuff these days with CGI. I don't think, I mean, yeah. ever since the, uh, the old cancellera wheel spin, you can't believe any of these videos you see floating around the internet to conclude.
2: I'm sure you noted the balmy summer weather out weather available in Yorkshire.
1: Oh, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've did
2: I, did I nail that it. pronunciation? John Yorkshire.
1: It's beautiful. Rolls right
2: when worlds came to God's own country. I don't know, but here 40 degree is knee knee warmers, arm warmers, buff and gelée. Sadly, our global temperature apocalypse, summer autumn has ended so many weekend rides, about 45 minutes to prep for. However, British cycling taking eight years of sponsorship from that Uh well-known climate environmental friendly (laughs) global corporation shell provides Uh enough daily anger to keep me warm. Take care and always That's wave to your fellow cyclists. John, thank you for that. Um, Yorkshire. Yeah. I, Yorkshire uh, Worlds obviously was a complete uh, rain fest, right? But Yorkshire, when they hosted the uh, Tour de France a few years ago, did look mm-hmm. pretty awesome. The, the riding there looks pretty rad. Um, when I've seen the pictures, uh, it populates my Instagram. So I do appreciate that. But um, 40 degrees sounds awfully hot in Celsius.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it does
2: um yeah, that'd be 104 be degrees so that's like a normal florida summer day so uh i don't know if i'd be wearing a knee warmer arm warmers and buff and gelee. unless you meant 40 degrees fahrenheit and if you meant 40 degrees fahrenheit john you should use the uh the um the f symbol or the c
1: uh-huh tim doesn't get it wrong i i don't get things wrong <laughs> Tim, you, prom- you pronounced Fahrenheit Celsius, but I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah I just crushed it.
2: <laughs> Anyways, did, I did see that uh, Shell is sponsoring uh, British Cycling. It's uh, yeah, really sports-watching it. all the rage lately. We're, we're like rehabilitating countries, and they saw Ineos get involved, and they're like, ah, what's another uh, oil conglomerate that we could just throw on the old jersey?
1: Synergy, you man. Know.
3: It's synergy. Ineos and Shell, I'm sure, already have some strategic partnerships to. Certainly, sure. well, all the good, good stuff they make together. So, it's beautiful.
2: Now right, we got another email here. This one comes to us from Mark Taylor. This is a, this is a lengthy one, but it's a goodie. Boys, I'm okay. excited about this. All one. right, I'm Universal in. Cyclists is the subject line. Gentlemen, boldface font, at least at fifty. Here, really big, gentlemen, bold, love it. Way to grab our attention, Mark. I'm already in, setting the scene. Scrolling through TV channels the other day, I came across a film that I hadn't seen for many years, a 1990s classic, Universal Soldier. So with a cup of tea (laughs) in hand, I am English, I started watching. Now, the plot of the film centers around the two main characters of Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren, and when the drugs they are using to start, or the drugs they are using start to wear off, they begin to remember their past lives. Van Damme just wants to go home, and Dolph wants to kill everyone and cut off their ears as trophies. Now this got me thinking: could the theory of bringing back dead soldiers be applied to cycling? Universal cyclists, we uh-huh. could bring back Marco Pantani, an upgraded Il Prata. But now with a hair transplant complete with Captain Jack Sparrow, dreadlocks, and of course the bandana,
0: <laughs> would he still want to descend mountain
2: passes with his backside hovering an inch above his rear wheel? How about yes. Jacques Anquetil? Would he still want to lead the Playboy lifestyle, visiting nightclubs and drinking champagne with a pretty girl in each arm before an important mountain stage? Yes. Should yes. we yes. restrict this yeah. to only should we restrict this to only <laughs> dead cyclists? I'm sure the regeneration technology (laughs) has improved in the 30 years since the film, so maybe we Uh could include retired riders and bring them back to their prime. After all, most Uh of yesteryear's riders were all juiced up anyway, so they would be all used to taking their medicine. They'd all be (laughs) used to taking their medicine. That's well done. Well done, Mark. I like that. (laughs) I'm sure with sharper minds and keener memories than mine, you three titans of podcasting can come up with some corkers. Corkers, I love that.
1: Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's good.
2: I had to put that into the old translation,
1: <laughs> the,
3: the the wondering whether or not uh, Uncutio would want to come back and live the playboy lifestyle again. I mean, uh-huh. the answer is that one's the easiest. Of course, he of would. Time. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you I'm sure with sharp be, be a handsome,
3: <laughs> popular, rich cyclist. Yes, yeah, I think so. I'm sure <laughs> with
2: <laughs> sharper minds and keener memories in mind, you three titans of podcasting come up with some corkers. Who would you bring back for the tour to Universal? Your good friend of the pod over in cold, wet, miserable UK corner, Mark Taylor. I know who little guy would nominate.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm, sure. I'm
3: easy, huh? I'm easy.
1: Little guy, yeah, you've shown your cards many times. Um But this this does get us into the... So I, I need to lay the ground rules for this uh, Tour de Universal or whatever it was. Um, are the are we going to race these guys, uh, guys and girls? Um, are they going to race each other or can they race current cyclists? Like, are, are we going to get into the, is Ankatil better than Pogacar? You know, like that kind of thing and like have them go head to head. Um, mm. Or is this only... Yeah. You know, are we restricting it only to resurrected cyclists uh, filled with government, uh, you know, juices or whatever it was they did in that movie?
3: Well, I like, <laughs> I like trying to bring them back, and, uh, and I and haven't drop seen the in. film,
1: um, <laughs> but have, uh, I'm assuming they they. I think bring them back, some sort drop them uh, in
2: full. Um, Rocky was it Rocky Five? Full full uh, government program. Uh, uh-huh. So I would nominate one right away. Um, Okay. World famous, one of the, I, I mean, Jeannie <laughs> Longo is, is who I'm going to go with first off. So Jeannie Longo, you may remember, actually was racing till she was like 50. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. who knows how many various drug accusations she had in her time racing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, there's I know that like the first part of her entry on Wikipedia is doping affairs. So yeah, <laughs> oh, you know, no. that's there, but I mean, she was racing for a while, um, and seemed to be at the, the top of the game for the longest time
1: coming back.
2: I th- it makes it, it's a no brainer to me.
1: I, uh, little guy, do you want to tell everybody why you would pick Fignon or should we just all kind of come up with our own?
3: Well, yeah, you know I'd really pick Fignon, but I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to pick somebody else from the Castorama Whoa. Team. Circa, he rode for Castorama from 90 to 95. But I'm going to pick, let's bring back Jackie Durand. Let's get wow. that crazy attacking style. Let's see if those suicidal attacks uh, can make it today without the help of all the EPO he had
2: <laughs> to make those attacks <laughs> in the 1990s. Uh-huh, uh-huh oh, so, okay. so you're saying take the dope out.
3: Yeah, I want, but I want to like I will bring him okay. back. Uh, I want to bring him back, but and and bring him back to his uh, his his his, his uh-huh. biological uh-huh. level of being twenty, like that crazy billionaire that de-aged his uh, organs.
0: Okay.
2: Guys, okay. All right. I now I understand that a little bit. To
3: Jackie Durand, but no EPO, and then let's see if he can still. Uh, he can oh, then I already something.
1: got, like, got one. Went, I wants already a got big one. Stuff. So. All right. So. I'm going to go a, a, a different direction than either of you guys. I'm going to go much, much older into the past, um, to kind of the heyday of cycling, at least uh, in America, probably everywhere. Um, to bring back maybe the probably I will say definitively, I guess, the greatest cyclist of all time, and yeah, see yeah. I know how he will this. perform this on the <laughs> crush on the everybody crit, on the crit circuits of today. And I'm talking about none other than Major Taylor. I want to know.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: I I just want to see the destruction cause. Like, so we think, like, you know, the crit teams today are, like, hands down the best that they've ever been. I think he would destroy them. Uh,
2: I don't think the crit teams of today are the best that they've ever been. Because I would take uh, the the Saturn train any day of the week and would, Major yeah. Taylor would destroy them, I bet.
1: Uh, I will disagree with you there, but um, I, am, I am excited to see. I think, okay. I think he could wipe up uh, the floor with some Tour de France sprints as well. Uh, oh, I, I, for sure. I don't now, see a Caleb Ewan beating a, a Major Taylor. Uh, not even, even in the same
2: league. Not yeah. even in the same league. I can't. Don't bring him up. If you said bling Matthews, <laughs> then maybe there's competition. There's conversation. But I would say, Major Taylor, we do know, did his training. Was that in Framingham, Framingham, Mass, like up the big hill or the Tour of Longs, Jaburo? I don't know. There's some hill Just in keep, uh, Massachusetts. Keep fighting for that's it. Like they, Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know what I'm talking about.
1: It's in Worcester, but yeah, okay.
2: Worcester. Yeah, there you go. Um, so <laughs> that's a solid one. Uh, Major Taylor would need some domestiques to get over the mountains. And so the person I'm bringing back would not help Major Taylor at all because he would be off the front attacking, looking people dead in their eyes. Now, while he is not dead, he is dead in the world of cycling because he is banned for life. But Uh I want him to come back and right the wrongs.
0: Uh
2: And of course, I'm talking about not other than the Cobra. Ricardo Rico, uh, who for right. the glorious one year Yuck. on Sunyar Duval
1: God, made was...
2: my cycling <laughs> dreams come alive. It was amazing to see. Loved every That's... moment of it. All of my I'll cyclists that, are Tim. going to be ex I use... Yeah. yeah. I use my... Just keep it going, going I want to do
3: it. I want to do
2: yeah. it. Okay. Oh, I thought, little guy, you were just gonna start yeah. picking all of the nineteen oh. or the two thousand six Sunyard Duvall team. I was waiting for
3: literally. I thought he had <laughs> oh, something. You guys are waiting for me to Kobo? No, you know, he, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to be greedy. I'll just, I want to throw in my lot with Tim, and I want to bring the Cobra back for a couple of days. You That's guys
1: funny. are, oh. just, I'll bring in everybody from like, the late nineties, early two thousands back, and like, yes. can we just leave that whole era? Yeah, but- I brought G- Genie
2: Longo. Genie Longo is like she's from like racing in the seventies.
1: All right. I, I feel like people are gonna be mad that we're not picking like uh you know Charlie Gold. Tommy or, uh, Simpson. Like, Tommy yeah. Simpson, yeah, like uh, oh oh of, of the course fact that I just mentioned
2: Tommy Simpson, all of UK corner now is back on board
1: they're back on board we we lost them hopefully they haven't all turned off their podcast players but of course obviously we're bringing these guys back we're we're trying to fill out their peloton here with some uh you know some extras so you know if we didn't mention your favorite just assume that obviously they're going to be there and we didn't forget them yeah that was pretty good
2: I, I don't know. I appreciate the the email back. I thought we absolutely crushed it. I don't know if I'd watch <laughs> that movie, but I definitely watch that bike racing. <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty good. Um, little guy. Yes. Everything else good for you right now. Everything's good for me. So yeah, I mean, the I'm reason I'm just at- Do you want to come help me with that or uh, right? no, no, no. The, the reason I'm bringing that up is we have been talking about we need help from our listeners because I know we've been mm-hmm. talking. Lately about the year end coming and it's time for our annual listicle show where we list yes. out the best and worst things in cycling for the 2022 season, 2022 okay. year. So feel free to email us at the slow ride podcast at com. Interpret that any way you will. You just got to tell us what's the best or the worst in cycling. That's it. Yeah. And we'll have our lists as we count down our favorite and worst moments in all of cycling in 2022. Some people think it's racing. Some people are just about riding your bike, but reach out to us at the solar podcast at com and uh, give us a shout. We'd love to read it on the air.
3: Yeah. And tell me who won races. Cause I, a week after they happen, I'm they're gone. They float on my
1: brain. <laughs> and I, 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 that might be I a, you problem. Yeah. I
2: did. I did yeah. get asked today who got second place in Paris Bay this year.
1: Uh huh. I
2: I don't even know who won.
3: Who won?
1: (laughs) I can't believe you don't remember that.
3: Cabrelli won the year before, or two years ago. When did Cabrelli win? Two years ago. Who won this year? I'm looking it up right now.
1: Unbelievable, Spencer. Do you know? Absolutely, of course. But we're out of time for this week's show, unfortunately. (laughs) Everyone's
2: going to be looking that one up, eh? Yeah, well, you're lost, little guy. But uh, it was Dylan Van Barle. How did you not know? Because Wild Van Art oh, got second.
3: Yeah. <laughs> See, this is, I mean, that's the, Dylan Van Barl's genuine problem in life is that guys like me act like they know a lot about cycling and they can't remember him even though he's got a great.
2: Winning his biggest race results. of his life. Yeah, there
3: you go. Yeah, and he, he, was, he was on fire this spring. I remember that now. All right. Sorry, Dylan. Well, all right.
2: I just had to double check, but no, Dylan Van Barl did not win the Slow Ride Podcast Championship belt, so that's why. Obviously not, because we probably
3: didn't remember who won, the, like, 20 minutes after the race happened.
0: All
2: right. Well, we'd like to thank to all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. We'd also like to thank Hammerhead. Head over to hammerhead.io. Use the promo code SLOWRIDE to get your very own heart rate strap with a purchase of the Karoo 2 computer. We'd also like to thank all of the followers, supporters on our Twitter and Instagram account. Follow us at the Slowride Pod. Interact with us. Be great to see you. And always email us at the slow ride Podcast at gmail.com where all your emails are gratefully received. And send in, in the next couple of weeks your best and worst of cycling twenty twenty two. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando.
3: This is Mad in Minneapolis.
1: And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road.
0: The Slow Ride Podcast. bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
1: The Grodio Podcast.